Good morning. The following program is being paid for by Liberty Group, LLC, and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily reflect those of this station or its ownership. Here he comes. Mr. Sandman. This is Protect Your Assets with your host, as featured in Forbes magazine, David Hollander, president and CEO of the Liberty Group, LLC. Broadcasting live from the Protect Your Assets studios in downtown Oakland, here's the Sandman. Good morning, good morning listeners, and welcome to Protect Your Assets. I'm David Hollander, I'm your host. It's so great to be here this beautiful sunny morning. Can you just breathe in the fresh air? It was so nice to step out yesterday and see the view. You know, we've been through so much around here, and now to have a fresh... Clear day is just wonderful. For those of you just joining me for the first time, welcome. People around here, well, yeah, you heard them right. They call me the Sandman, and that's because I help my listeners sleep well at night by answering their most troubled legal or financial questions every single week. That's because I am a financial advisor and an attorney. We're broadcasting live right now. Maybe something happened to you this week and you want to know uh, what you should do. I'm your answer guy. The number to call is 888-588-5818. Again, that number to call is 888-588-5818. There's operators standing by live right now who will write down your question and uh, see if I can help you out here. Yesterday or today, if you want to be accurate, is Veterans Day. Our day to pay tribute to all veterans living or deceased. Unlike Memorial Day, which honors those veterans who've died in service or result of injuries incurred during battle, this day is one to celebrate our veterans. If you saw Hacksaw Ridge, Saving Private Ryan, or Iwo Jima, you have some idea what wartime is like, what our soldiers go through, or what they're standing around prepared to jump in and do for you, for our freedom. Veterans are all around us. In fact, there are over 23 million veterans right now. 9.2 million of them are over age 65, while 1.9 million are under age 35. And get this, 1.8 million are women. What a lot of folks don't know is that the day was originally called Armistice Day, and that was today, November 11th, 1918. Can you believe it? Almost 100 years. So celebrate the 99-year anniversary today. The first Armistice Day was recognized the following year. It was President Eisenhower who officially changed its name to Veterans Day in 1954, so as you can see, it should be easy to find a veteran near you and take a moment to pass along a friendly hello and just say thanks for everything they do for us or did for us. Because remember, freedom is not free. All right, let's get moving here. Believe it or not, it's that time of year again. You have seven weeks. Before the new year, 2018 will ring its bell. Can you believe it? Where does the time go? I can't believe this year is almost over. 
Anyway, before you buy the turkey, go shopping on Black Friday, and certainly before you figure out what champagne you're going to be drinking New Year's Eve, you're going to want to grab yourself a pen and write down my list of smart money moves you can make before this year is over. Think about it this way. You're driving your car down the road right now. I can see you looking through the front window. You're looking for (laughs) obstacles. People may cut you off. You know what I'm talking about. You're looking out the front window because you're driving. It's almost impossible for you to drive your car forward while looking in the rear view mirror. My point is this. That's exactly what most of you are doing right now when it comes to your taxes. Because if you wait till April of next year to do something about what we're going to talk about today, it's just too late. The game is over. So my goal on today's show is to help you reduce your tax bill next April and try to help fortify your financial plan. This is one show that you just can't afford to miss. It's all coming up next right here on Protect Your Assets. So keep it right here. Now, let's get started because, again, what another fascinating week on Wall Street. And one thing that happened this week, which was very interesting, was the elections on Tuesday. And as you may remember, Tuesday we had some elections and people showed up to vote. And the Democrats won the governor's office in a blue state, no surprise there, but they also got one in a purple state. And so I think the, uh, the wake-up call has been sounded that, look, guys, if you can't get anything done up there, we're going to start making some changes again. And so this week we saw the House uh, wrangle around their tax bill, as you know. We talked about that last week. And they got to get the cost down on it, below a billion and a half dollars over 10 years to get it out of the House. And that's something they're working on. And they'll probably get that done. But then the Wednesday was when the market moved triple digits. And this was because the Senate bill came out. And so I'd like to talk to you a little bit about what the Senate is proposing because it could affect your future. So here's what happened. First off, the big news was they want to delay the corporate tax reduction. They're good with 20%, which as you remember, President Trump wanted 15. There was a compromise. It's now at 20%. He can live with 20, apparently, according to Mr. Mnuchin. So 20% looks like it's going to be the corporate rate. And what the Senate has said is they want that delayed for a year. In fact, it wouldn't actually go into place until 2019. Well, that was some big news, and the market wasn't so sure how it liked that. So you saw some volatility. The President and the House now are okay with 20%. But as you know, that's going to have a big impact on the market. That will have an effect on earnings Uh, future forecast, because if the uh, businesses or small businesses get that tax break, that's going to directly trickle down into the price of these uh, stocks. We're just going to see that. I mean, this is something that most folks, including Mr. Mnuchin, are talking about. So we should expect that if it passes. But this is all a big if right now. No one really knows anything. Now, the other interesting thing that came out of the Senate was keeping the seven individual tax rates. So seven, that's, a, that's more than the uh, House wants. They're going to lower the top bracket to 38.5. And what's big for folks in this state, in California and New York, is that they're going to repeal state and local tax deductions. Now, for those of you already paying a lot of tax in California, guess what? <laughs> 
it's not getting much better for you. So uh, that's going to continue most likely. And I love what they call this now. It's called SALT, the state and local deduction repeal. SALT. Put a little salt on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the next thing they talked about is they're going to preserve your medical expense deduction. So that's a good thing. But also, what about the mortgage interest? This is another big, hotly contested issue, especially when you think about your real estate prices here in California. They're talking about keeping it at $1 million in terms of the interest you could write off a loan. This is the Senate. So they're up from 500 to a million. And again, that's somewhat of a positive for us here in California when it comes to real estate prices. And also interesting was the estate tax. Now, you know, the House has been talking about getting rid of the estate tax. Well, the Senate said, well, we'll just double the uh, current one, uh, 121 exclusion amount. It's not 121. That's something different. Sorry, that has to do with your house equity. But this has to do with your estate tax. So with your estate tax, you know, you get what's called a unified credit. And right now that unified credit amount is about $5.5 million per person. And so the Senate said, well, we're going to double it to $11 million per person. So that's a, that's a nice little bump, and that's what they're talking about. So that looks like the estate tax issue is on the agenda in some shape or form, and we'll see what gets done there. But obviously, they're going to have to reconcile these two versions of these bills to see what happens. And this could and probably will create more stock market volatility. So as you look at your portfolio and you start thinking about what you're going to get involved in, just realize until this really gets done, if it, if it gets done, right? That's a big question. If it gets done, what's going to happen? Now, the bigger news this week, which all of you should be paying attention to, is healthcare is open. Open enrollment has now started. And this is for your healthcare benefits. And a lot of folks just lose a lot of money in this area. And I see this all the time. We talk about, as we prepare your financial plan for you, one thing we're going to talk to you about is your healthcare. Because healthcare is one of those biggest expenses you're going to face, whether you're still working, you're doing it yourself, or you're retired. Healthcare is just getting more expensive. So uh, according to Aflac, Aflac did a survey recently, and they said that bad choices cost the average employee $750 a year. So these are the mistakes that people are making, which you should write down and make sure you don't do the same thing. So first is... Just forgetting to enroll. I know you're busy and you just keep going along, but you don't enroll or you don't look into your other options. So first and foremost, just take some time and look at it. It actually could mean money in your pocket by getting educated about your health care benefit. Right now is the time to be doing that. So get out there and start doing that. Also, a big mistake is underfunding your benefits. So look based on your needs of what you used last year and make adjustments. And you should be doing this once a year because these things change every single year. And some people are overfunding their benefits. That's another mistake that's made. So if you buy too much and you don't actually use it all, then that's a waste of money. So if you get married, maybe you have a child, uh, maybe something changes in your, uh, you know, in your plans for your healthcare. Like you want to do a knee surgery. I get that a lot. A lot of people around this time of year say, you know, I paid this much in benefits. My deductible is this. I'm going to go have that knee surgery in December, just because the, uh, you know, I'm not real busy and I can knock a couple of weeks off and get it taken care of and not pay for it because it's part of my deductible. Those are great plans and ideas if you can do it. So if you've been thinking about surgeries and you're coming up on the end of year, maybe you do that right now. But again, you should be looking at your benefits and modify them to your needs and make any changes that could happen because this is a way for you to save some money 
by just spending a little time on your health, uh, disability, and life insurance right now. These are all connected. Your health, your disability, and your life insurance are all connected to your paycheck and how much you save. So if you need some help there, obviously you know what to do. You can call us, but uh, it's time to check it out. Now, let's get back to the market because I know you're wondering what's going to happen. This is an earnings-driven market. There's no question about it. If this tax bill gets done, I do expect the market to go higher. That's just my ex- my expectation, folks. Okay, I'm not making any uh, suggestion here. I'm just saying this is my opinion, and it's still America, and I think I'm entitled to it. So there it is. Anyway, for the week, the uh, Dow was down about a half a percent. The S&P 500 was off uh, 0.21, and the NASDAQ was down 0.2. This snapped the growth we've seen in the market for the last few weeks. So this was a new turn of events. But again, I'm not overly concerned. Next week should be exciting. We're going to see uh, some interesting information come out that could have a, uh, have some impact on the market. We're going to see the PPI report, retail sales, which is a big one, how the consumers are feeling, and the manufacturing index. Also, Home Depot, Walmart, Target will all be reporting. And that will be some interesting news in terms of how that space is going. How are you going to come up with over a bunch of money to pay any sort of tax that you're looking at next year if you don't know what you're doing. So when we come back, I'm going to give you some smart money moves you can make before the year is over. And you're going to want to hear these because once it hits 2018, it's too late. You're listening to The Sandman on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We will be right back. Sometimes you just have to tell it like it is. Stay tuned for more of Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Welcome back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Do you feel overwhelmed trying to plan your own retirement? It may seem like a daunting task to make your money last in retirement. Well, you're in luck because David Hollander and his team at Liberty Group have a proven track record of success to guide and prepare you for your financial future. Call the Liberty Group today at 888-588-5818. That's 888-588-5818. And now, back to Protect Your Assets. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. And you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets radio network. So believe it or not, it's that time of the year again where I lay out smart money moves that you can make before the new year is upon us. Before you complete your Christmas shopping list and break out the champagne for New Year's, you want to grab a pen and a paper And write down my list of smart money moves you can make before 2018. Because today we're going to try and help you reduce your tax bill and fortify your financial plan. And as you know, the markets are up in a big way this year. So let's begin today's conversation with one thing every investor should be thinking about right now. And that's this. Buy low, 
sell high. So how do you buy low and sell high? Because it seems like everything's high right now, but is it? It sounds simple, but in practice, sometimes it's just impossible unless you have a crystal ball, which I'm fresh out this week. So one strategy that uh, helps you accomplish this objective over time is something called rebalancing. You can rebalance your portfolio on Monday or Tuesday next week when the markets open. And what this means in practice is you should have a certain percentage of your account allocated to bonds and stocks. And within your stock allocation, you might have something like a small cap fund, they call it, or a mid cap or a large cap, maybe growth and value. There's all different types. I don't want to throw a bunch of language at you today because I know that gets confusing. But just to keep it simple, think about how much you've allocated of your portfolio to stocks. And most likely, you set those percentages when you opened your account maybe five years ago, or maybe you're active and you do it once a year, which is good for you. But most likely, you set those percentages a while back. And now that the stock market has been on a tear since last November, it's been about a year now, those percentages are most likely out of balance. In other words, your allocation of stocks might be like 80% now, when last December they were more like 50%. So if 50% is your desired allocation, then you can do something, which is either if you have a, a button on your portfolio where you can reset it, where it will rebalance the allocation to the percentages you set, or maybe manually you need to go in and actually do it yourself, or maybe you call your broker and you say, or your advisor, and you say, hey, you know, I've been looking at my statement and I'm a little hot now in the uh, equity here. It's a little high. Can you rebalance my account? And that would apply 50% back to fixed income from your equity allocation, if that makes sense. But one thing I want you to be aware about when you do this, and that's why I want you to take a little caution before you just jump in Monday morning and do it, is you make sure you're careful and pay attention to the taxes that you might have to pay on the gains if you do that. A lot of people don't realize this until it's too late. So if your gains are in what's called a tax qualified account like a 401k or a 457 plan, then those gains are deferred and they should not generate a 1099 to you next February for what you do when you rebalance. But if they're in something called a non-qualified account, like maybe you have a trust account or a brokerage account that you do pay taxes on every year, then you could be looking at a tax situation if you were to go ahead and do that. So before you do this, what you're going to want to do is get the cost basis on the purchases you made and run that by your CPA and just say, hey, if I go ahead and rebalance and, and the new prices are this level and this is what I paid for it, am I, what is, how's it going to affect me? Just a good idea. You run this by your tax advisor before you hit that reset button. And so when I think about rebalancing a portfolio, I want to look for opportunities to save on taxes. Because what you don't want to happen is you don't want to get blasted by capital gains taxes. And that's why I recommend something called tax loss harvesting at this time of year. So think about it like you're out in a field and you're harvesting those delicious little raspberries that are full of flavor. 
and they just look so delicious. So you're going to pick those and eat them. It's the same kind of thing here. You're harvesting these delicious stalks that have now matured and are ripe for the picking. So what does this tax loss harvesting mean? Well, here's how you start this out. So again, I hope you're writing some of this stuff down. Get yourself a copy of your 2016 tax return. Yeah, you remember that thing that you signed and stuck in a closet somewhere? Well, pull it out. Or if they email it to you, then open it up and take a look at it. Again, that's your 2016 tax return. And what you want to do is take a look at Schedule D. Schedule D will show you if you have any loss carryovers. That's what it's called. You might write that down. Loss carryovers from previous years. You can then see if you have any short or long-term gains from your, again, your non-qualified brokerage accounts I was just talking about, and see if you can offset those from one another. In other words, if you've made $20,000 and you have you know, $18,000 of loss carry forward, you're only looking at a net of $2,000 in gain. Carryover losses are past investment losses. Remember some of those? I know some of you are still carrying those around from the dot-com bust. I mean, there were some big losses back then. And you can carry those over into your tax return each year because you can only write off part of your losses every year. You know, it's maximum $3,000 a year is the most you can write off if you don't have any gains. So maybe you've been carrying those massive losses for some time. If you have gains in your investment accounts this year and you have carryover losses that you haven't used up yet, then this could be a great year to sell some of your winners, and reduce your overall tax exposure by offsetting those gains with the losses that you haven't been able to realize all these years. So for purposes of taking a gain, you can always buy the stock back again if you really like it. I mean, let's face it, there's some still some great companies out there, even though they seem expensive, and maybe you want to buy them back, or maybe you just want to wait a little while and see what happens with this tax bill. But just remember, if you're going to be taking a loss you have to wait 30 days before you buy that stock back again, or you're going to be caught up in what's called the wash rule, where they just knock that uh, out and you don't get that credit. So be careful about that. And this sort of information, as you can tell, this is complicated stuff. This involves your tax return, and it involves what is actually going to happen next year when you get your 1099. So you need to make sure you talk to your tax advisor before you make a move in this area, but now hopefully you have some information that you can ask the right questions. Because year-end tax planning is just not simple. In fact, it can be confusing. The deeper you get into this, the more you start to realize you need some help. That's why it could make a lot of sense right now, again, seven weeks away, to meet with our team who looks at these sort of things every single day. In our office, we have a CPA, we have estate planning attorneys and financial advisors who work together as a team to help you through decisions just like these. We can help you achieve your goals with our end-of-the-year retirement review process. You'll learn what precise steps you can take right now to reduce your tax liability next year and keep more of what you earned while possibly lowering your overall exposure to areas that have gotten a little hot lately. So get some que- get your questions answered right now. I know you all have questions. I keep hearing these questions. So if you've saved at least $250,000 in a 401k, 
an IRA brokerage account, you can just add them all up together, then pick up the phone right now. And here's what we'll do. For the first 10 callers this morning, you can have your very own end-of-year retirement review. Get this at no cost. But you got to do this right now. Pick up the phone, dial this number, 888-588-5818. Again, that number is 888-588-5818. Pick up the phone and talk to a member of my team. Dial this number, 888-588-5818, and request your own personal end-of-year retirement review. John D. Rockefeller said it best, the surest way to accumulate wealth is to not pay tax on income you're not using. When I come back, I'm going to share with you another move you might have to make before the end of the year. If you fail to do this right, you would pay a penalty of 50%. Find out what it is. It's all coming up next. You're listening to Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We'll be right back. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. We are live and we are local. 888-588-5818. Welcome back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Do you feel overwhelmed trying to plan your own retirement? It may seem like a daunting task to make your money last in retirement. Well, you're in luck because David Hollander and his team at Liberty Group have a proven track record of success to guide and prepare you for your financial future. Call the Liberty Group today at 888-588-5818. That's 888-588-5818. And now, back to Protect Your Assets. Welcome back. Welcome back to Protect Your Assets. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman around here. People ask me all the time, why are you the Sandman? Well, I'll tell you why. I help you sleep well at night by answering your most troubled legal or financial questions. You all have questions all the time around money, maybe legal issues. You can always call me anytime you like, and I'll be happy to answer it. 888-588-588. 5818, or you can always tweet me a question anytime. I love those tweets at PYA Radio. Anytime you like. Believe it or not, it is that time of the year again where I lay out smart money moves you can make before the new year. Before you complete that Christmas shopping list and uh, figure out what kind of champagne am I going to drink on New Year's Eve. Here's what you want to do. Grab a pen and paper right now and write down this list of smart money moves to make before 2018. Last segment, we were talking about some harvesting you can do and certainly uh, rebalancing is something to consider right now. And now we're going to get into something else, which is uh, pretty painful if you're a certain age. There's one thing you have to be absolutely sure about that you get accomplished before 2018, because if you miss this, if you get it wrong... You could very well have to pay a penalty to the IRS of, get this, 50%. That's right, 50%. That's pretty big. So once you reach age 70 and a half, you are required 
to begin taking what's known as the Required Minimum Distribution, RMD. And these come out of what's known as your tax-deferred retirement accounts. So you may have an IRA, maybe a 401k, maybe a 403b. There are some exceptions to this, of course. But generally, you need to be aware of this before December 31st of each year. Now, you can choose to delay the first year of your RMD until April 1st of the following year that you turned 70 and a half. But if you delay your first distribution, be aware of this. You're going to be required to take two RMDs in one year, which could very well bump you into a higher tax bracket. So regardless of what you decide, you don't want to miss this deadline as this can be a really big and costly mistake. And the IRS imposes a penalty up to 50% of the amount that's not taken. So maybe you don't need the cash to cover your immediate expenses. You can always reinvest that money in a non-retirement account and hopefully generate more income or growth off of that, depending on your needs and objectives. If you don't want to pay the income tax on your RMD, well, there is a way to avoid the tax and still satisfy your requirement to take that distribution from the retirement account. And this is something to think about. Maybe you normally tithe to your church or your favorite charity. So you can reduce your RMD for your gifting as a way to reduce your overall tax exposure. This is called, and you may want to write this down, a qualified charitable distribution also known as a QCD, and this could help. Now, QCDs are complex, so you need to make sure that you consult with your tax person who specializes in these sort of things before you do this. If you're going to use this as a tax minimization technique, again, talk to your advisor about a QCD. Now, another area that they say you should do before the end of the year is this. A lot of people say max out your retirement account, like your 401k, your TSP, or your IRA before the end of the year. But should you really do this? You know, a lot of people just have this big blanket advice and not necessarily apply to your situation. It very well could be good advice, but it also may not be the best advice. So before I explain, let me know, let me let you know how much you can actually add to these types of accounts uh, for 2017. Here are the numbers. So for 2017, you're allowed to put away up to $18,000 into your 401k. Now, if you're over 50, which I can't believe it, I'm getting near there. If you're over 50, you can add $6,000 to that for a maximum amount of $24,000. Now, if you have an IRA you're allowed to put away up to $5,500. And if you're over 50, you can put another $1,000 on top of that for $6,500. And here's where there's some good breaks if you're self-employed. Maybe you have your own business and uh, you're trying to save for retirement and, and you really should be doing that. I know cash can be tough and it's you know tough to find where you're going to get it from, but, but maybe you take it out of your savings account. A lot of people have a lot of money sitting in savings right now, earning nothing. And here's a benefit for self-employed folks. You can set up a SEP IRA. And in that SEP IRA, you could put away up to $54,000. That's a lot of money. Or 25% of your income. Again, the rule is this, whichever is less. So up to $54,000 or 25% of your income, whichever is less. Okay, that's how that works. So... Look at that. Maybe maybe do that now before the end of the year. Set one of those accounts up. 
The other thing that you should be considering right now is is really an HSA. I talked about healthcare at the beginning of the show. It is one of the biggest expenses that you're probably going to have in retirement. And so another way you can reduce your income is if you have an HSA plan. A lot of people don't even know they have these. You probably may have one at work and you didn't know that. And if you do, then your plan should allow you to put money away into an account that then you can move to an investment account and invest in the strategies that you're using as part of your overall retirement plan. And this is known as the HSA. And for families, it can be up to $6,900. And if you're over 55, you could add $1,000 on top of that. So this is a way, again, it doesn't seem like much, but I'll tell you what, over time, if you do that for 5, 6, 7, 10, 15 years, you're going to be looking at another nice little stash of cash that you can use for your retirement when the time comes. And, and you're going to, you know, I've talked a lot about this. Healthcare expenses are significant. And for a lot of people who, who enter retirement or even those who don't, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of this. And I talked about this last week. A lot of people right now who are in their 50s, 60s are starting to have health issues just because of the level they're running at. The stress, the, the work environment, it's just a lot. And so your body's breaking down and things are happening. And this is healthcare. I mean, once you fall in the system, you're, you know what it's like. And if you haven't fallen into it, you know, walk over to a hospital, emergency room, and see what's going on. And you'll know what it's like. So in any event, you got to pay for that. And so make sure you have money for it. HSAs are great ways to put some money away to help you with healthcare if you don't have things like long-term care insurance or disability insurance. For some people... It may not make sense to max out their retirement savings through a traditional 401k or an IRA. It might be wiser to max out their Roth 401k in order to build up a tax-free retirement. But remember, Roth income can be tax-free, but remember, you need to satisfy these requirements. It's got to be provided that you meet the five-year aging requirement and that's been satisfied, you've had the account for five years, and that you meet one of these conditions, that at least you're 59 and a half, maybe you have a disability or there's a death in the family. All those uh, need to be met, one or the other. So in other words, you have the five-year age requirement plus, say, 59 and a half, or disability, or death, follow me, and then that's how you get access to it. So make sure you meet one of those requirements and as part of your planning as you're thinking this out. Okay, just because it says doesn't mean it's all tax-free. Do you know which is the best option for you right now? Maybe ask yourself this question. Is my coach showing me how to pay less in taxes and how to rebalance my portfolio in this environment that we're in right now? Had a client come in last week who was with a very big national firm who called his broker to say, hey, uh, I think we should be doing this. And he was just shocked to know that the guy was like, oh, okay, sure. So... How do I use these savings to contribute to the bottom line each month? Well, first, how much spendable income can your retirement account produce each and every month reliably and tax efficiently for the rest of your life? According to Nobelist, Professor Merton of MIT, you need to be thinking about these types of questions right now because retirement income planning is entirely different type of financial planning than saving for retirement. And according to Professor Merton, you need to be implementing these steps right now while you're working or thinking about retirement. The advice that got you to this point isn't the type of advice that could get you through retirement successfully. So it makes a lot of sense to get a checkup 
and meet with our team of experts here at the Liberty Group to figure out how you can do this. With our personalized Protect Your Assets Life Plan, my team is going to help coach you through making the right decisions with your assets and your income as you try to visualize the next phase of your life. Coaching can make all the difference when it counts. You know it. I know it. So take the first step right now. Get independent advice about what you need to retire the way you've always dreamed about. If you've saved at least $250,000 in some kind of accounts, you can add those up together if you have multiple, then pick up the phone right now. And here's what we'll do. For the first 10 callers, you can have your very own personalized Protect Your Assets Life Plan created for you by my team. This is complimentary, but you must call 888-588-5818. Again, that number to call is 888-588-5818. Chances are you will learn something of value from our group. We have a CPA and estate planning attorneys and a team of financial planners all in one office waiting to talk to you. Call 888-588-5818. Coming up next on Protect Your Assets, what else do you need to be thinking about before 2018 arrives? I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with emergency. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We'll be right back. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. We are live and we are local. economy burst your bubble call the liberty group right now to review your retirement assets learn how to minimize market risk and to create a comprehensive income strategy for your retirement the number to call is 888-588-5818 to set up your personal appointment that's 888-588-5818 or just sit back and enjoy more of protect your assets with david hollander Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. And you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets radio network. Want to uh, wish a happy birthday out there to uh, Jay Morgan. It's uh, Jay Morgan's birthday next week. So happy birthday, buddy. Hope you have an excellent birthday This morning, I've been sharing some of my favorite smart money moves to make before 2018 is upon us. It's so hard to believe, but it is that time of year again where we lay out our plans and make some smart money moves before the year is up. Our job is to help our clients plan smart by maximizing their wealth. And a big part of that is making some smart moves before time runs out. There is a clock. It's ticking right now, as you can see, and uh, you got about seven weeks here to do something about it. It may seem like one more thing 
to add to your plate. But hey, it can really pay off through tax savings, maybe a smarter, well-rounded investment strategy right now, and just overall peace of mind because you've spent some time on something like this. With all the tragedies around the world that's been going on right now, it's really a good time to check your emergency fund. Do you have too much or too little set aside for the rainy day or an unforeseen emergency? I recommend that you keep about six months of your salary in an easy-to-access, obviously it'll be a low-interest-bearing account, but you never know when you're going to need to fix a roof, replace a water heater, or as we saw recently, a home. Or even a job. I mean, it's something that we need to think about. You could lose your job. I had that happen to a client last week. All of a sudden, she's been working real hard, executive, top level, decided to start out with a new company. Sounds so exciting. Left a, another company, and guess what? Now they're out of money. And she's out of a job. And these things happen when you're in your 50s. So I also see the reverse is true as well. Having way too much cash earning next to nothing at the bank or the credit union because you say, well, the market's so high already. It can't go any higher, and I don't know if this is a good time to get in. That can be a really bad idea because cash is a terrible investment. And it's a safe way, especially over time, to lose money. That's because your cost of living increases every single year. And that's usually, and today it is, it's more than the bank is paying in interest. So you're actually going backwards. You are looking in that rearview mirror. You got your head looking over your shoulder and you're going backwards in your car, not forwards. And today it's all about going forwards. <laughs> so that's why you should only keep what I call a prudent amount at the bank. At this time of year as well, it's more likely than not that you're going to be spending some time with your family. And this is a very important uh, idea to bring up right now. And if it's important to you to make sure that you keep what you've saved and worked so hard for in your family, then you definitely want to make sure that you put two things in motion before the year is up. First, you need to perform what I'm going to call a beneficiary audit. That's right. You can write that down. Beneficiary audit to make sure that all of your assets have a primary. That'd be the first person who gets it if something happens to you. And a backup or maybe multiple backup beneficiaries listed in the order that you want them to get things. And this is one way to avoid probate possibly depending on the asset class. And if it can't avoid probate, like say your house, if it's not in a trust, then it's a great idea to start thinking about doing something like that. Second is to have your estate planning documents reviewed and revised if it's been a few years. Last week, I talked about a new law that had phased in here in California in 2017, which had to do with asset protection. And so now with the family getting together, this is a perfect time to bring up what your wishes are, and what your kids should do if something happens to you. Now, I'm going to say this again. Your kids may be young adults. They may be in their 20s. This is a great time for you to talk to them about this kind of stuff. You don't have to give them all the numbers and the details, but certainly tell them what you would like them to do for you 
and or your spouse if something were to happen. Of course, you guys should talk about it first before they show up. But just it's a great time to turn the TV off, sit around the couch in the family room and talk about these sort of ideas. Think about this. Who's going to be in charge? Who should they call? How are they going to pay those bills each month as they come due? These are all excellent questions that you should start to talk about with your kids because they have no idea where to start. It is just that simple. And you can help them and yourself by getting organized now and explaining to them your wishes and what you'd like to see happen. Now, we all know plans change. But if you're trying to get all your ducks in a row right now, if you're trying to make sure you don't get a surprise tax bill next April, or maybe you're just trying to figure out how to make your money last, these are all the right types of questions you should be asking and thinking about right now. And you can get answers you've been looking for, even if you're already working with an advisor or doing things on your own. It makes really good sense to get a second opinion. And you can get educated through our Protect Your Assets life planning process. Our professionals here at Liberty Group consist of a CPA, estate planning attorneys, and a team of financial advisors who are all dedicated to teaching people like you how to meet and exceed your goals. We won't talk over your head. We speak in plain English. No techno jargon here. We are educators first and wealth managers second. So if you're looking for something like this, then here's what you do. If you have saved at least, say, $250,000 in a retirement portfolio, maybe an IRA, brokerage account, maybe even a savings account, you can add them all together, then here's what you want to do. For the first 10 callers right now, we're going to go ahead and prepare for you your own customized Protect Your Assets Life Plan. This will be customized for you. Now ask yourself this, what is your team really doing for you right now? Are you having to call them? We're located right here in the Bay Area. And what you learn in this one meeting could change everything for you and your family. You'd expect to maybe spend thousands of dollars for this kind of information. But for the first 10 callers on the show right now, it's going to be absolutely free. Call this number, 888-588-5818. Get the answers you've been looking for. Call 888 588 5818. One more time. That number is 888-588-5818. Give us a call right now. I'd like to give a big thanks to the Protect Your Assets team for putting together another great show today. My executive producer, Anthony Kojikari, network manager, Kevin Renfer, and of course, all the fabulous producers back in the studio, Matt, Gabe, Nico, Stan, thank you guys, because without my team, I'm just another pretty voice on the radio. 888-588-5818. Thanks again, everybody. You've been listening to the Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. I'm David Hollander, the Sandman. Go out and make the rest of your life the best of your life. The Protect Your Assets team is standing by. If you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you will receive your very own complimentary analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. We are live and we are local. 888-588-5818.
hope you enjoyed the show. And more importantly, we hope you learned something valuable. We'll be back next week at the same time, same place. All calls have been screened. Callers should not expect their conversations with David Hollander on the radio or with staff to be held in confidence. And that legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. Callers should not provide their full names while on the air. The views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific financial situation. California Life Agent number 0B48569. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. The preceding program is being paid for by Liberty Group LLC and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily represent those of the station or its ownership.